0: Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House.
1: And we are here for you, Arizona homeowners. That's what we do every Saturday, is give you an opportunity to dial the toll-free number, one 767 4348 and ask us any question you might have about home remodeling or home improvement or home maintenance or home ownership in general. We've been doing the show for 30 years. And, Romy, it was 30 years ago. We're talking today about one of the things we're talking about is preparing for holiday guests. 30 years ago, today, the first whack at the Berlin Wall was struck. Mr. Gorbachev teared down this wall. Now you know what? That almost brings tears to my eyes. I remember hearing that quote live. Can you imagine what it would have been like for families that have been separated for a half a generation to see that wall come down and be able to spend the holiday festivities together hmm. oh man a, a very very critical and important date in history that was 30 years ago today we've been on the air for 30 years uh i feel like we started this yesterday it feels like <laughs> it feels like i heard that yesterday but in preparing for your holiday guests i heard jennifer on the phone uh just yesterday I, I think she, she finally ordered her turducken.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's on the phone, yeah. so she can't. <laughs> yeah. She was, uh, she was ordering the turducken and the uh, rice dressing stuffed turkey. And we, we, you know, between now and Super Bowl, we'll probably deep fry five or six Cajun turkeys between now and then. So she was stocking up the freezer. And our daughter, and son-in-law and three grandchildren who have recently moved from Minneapolis to Sacramento, drove in Thursday night and they're here for a few weeks. So our pantry has empty nesters that has gotten more and more bare. I mean, that pantry right now is just busted at the seams.
3: It was like four shopping trips, and I had an appointment in Chandler this week and stopped for lunch at Baby K's. and there was a couple people while I was there that had signed up for their turkey. Uh, to get a deep-fried yeah. turkey from Baby K's for Thanksgiving. It made me laugh. Do you remember, in one of the first years that they started doing the deep-fried turkeys, we're at Baby K and Dr. Rosie's house, and Pierre shows up, and he doesn't have a turkey. We're waiting for him to get there with the turkey to start. And he's like, no, I sold it. What? I said, some guy rolled up in the parking lot as we were pulling out, and he said, I am desperate, I am... In trouble. I have really screwed up and I need a turkey. And he said, Well, we're sold out. All I've got one left is the one I'm, I'm bringing to our family. And he said, This guy pulls out, just reaches in his pocket, pulls it out, and it was $800 all. And he counted, he's like, You can have all eight. And he's like, So I sold our turkey. <laughs> $800? I'm so this guy must have
0: really been in uh, I, trouble. I was going to say, How many wives did he have that he was going to have to divorce? My goodness. Ooh.
3: What a deal! <laughs> well, but l- luckily, she was always got the coleslaw and the mashed potatoes and the honey baked ham, and yeah. we, we, we didn't go hungry. But <laughs> well, <laughs> we didn't had, have a fried turkey that Thanksgiving. That's that you know.
1: That's one of the family traditions for our family, and you all have the traditions for your family. And in getting ready uh, for a guest, we've got our uh, holiday the holiday tip of the week. And to kind of help you think through, uh, I tell people, you know, now in our house, those two middle bedrooms stay empty 99% of the time. And so before we have guests arrive, we just kind of go live in those rooms for a couple of days, make sure the alarm clock battery is still good and the light's not burned out and the registers are operating correctly and
2: The fans aren't squeaking. That's a big one. And the the doors, because when they sit like that, sometimes they get squeaky. Yeah. So
1: go live like your guests are going to live. That's probably one of the biggest recommendations I can make for those of you like Jennifer and I that are now living in a a mostly empty house. Uh, I mean, that that bathroom used to get 40 visits a day. Now (laughs) now it doesn't get three a month. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You got to go in there, and got to flush things around and fill up the tub and drain it and check the exhaust fan and the lights and everything. Uh, But we always try and poll people. Uh, We have guest lists for regular family guests. And we know what it is, generally speaking, what their favorite little foods are, what their comfort foods are, what their refreshments of choice are. And we try and make sure we've got an extra load of all those. And the other thing that we try and do, which our guests seem to appreciate a lot, is we try and make room in the closets so they don't have to live out of the suitcase spread on the floor for three or four days. I know when I'm traveling, when I get into the motel room, I empty my suitcase immediately. I move in and it just feels so much more normal and everyday routine they're trying to rifle through eight pair of socks in your suitcase to figure out which one to wear that morning or that evening for such and such event so get in and live in your house as if you were a guest that helps you check all the little things uh, and i will tell you this we we called our our pest control company and we have them service the house on a regular basis but when you have a couple rooms that aren't used have no traffic and are quiet and dark most of the time those rooms tend to be where any critters that are in the house are drawn to
2: one tip blue sky did give us was to make sure you leave some light in there. So I've started opening the curtains in there, just walk in there and open the blinds or whatever. Uh, that's discouraging for critters.
1: Just get that outside light, that natural light into the room. Uh, but we have a special pass. Look, we've got guests coming, and let's make sure we've done everything we can do in these two rooms to ensure anything that's migrated to this area you know, isn't going to be a big surprise for our guest. So.
2: I think lighting is a huge issue as well. Everything from getting there. Well, first of all, even from finding your house from the street. You know, we had kind of let some of ours go dark. And our neighbors have ended up with a few of our guests. (laughs) Todd's used to us by now. but um, So to make sure that that, the driveway is easy to see. The front door is easy to see. Any change of elevation is easy to see, like a stepper or whatever. Put a little light there. And then all the way into the house. Bathrooms and bedrooms.
3: You know what I keep thinking about when you mentioned some for some reason light was our sliding glass door and you almost have to like oh. keep that bolted open as at this time of year you can do that but I remember always having to put like a, a yellow sticky note on the glass because so many people would run into the, even the sliding screen. glass door
2: <laughs> like, even the Dawg. screen they run into yeah I keep a little medallion just hanging there kind of like, try not to do it eye level because It's just the weirdest thing how you can walk right through or try to walk right through. It doesn't feel very good.
3: (laughs) And I tell
1: you, with with those rooms that aren't getting quite the use they used to get, uh, it's a great opportunity to go in and give the rooms a white glove test. Pass your hand over the top of the ceiling fan blades. Uh, Pay extra special attention to maybe the lint bunnies that are piling up on top of the baseboard or around electrical receptacles. Get in there and open the closet doors and make sure there aren't things that have grown in there that you aren't aware of. Just give the whole room that once-over white-glove test. And I would tell you, do all this a week before you're anticipating the guests because at that point it gives you time to respond, like the broken kitchen faucet at my house right now. Uh-oh.
2: Which he didn't get done quite in time. But Well, the
3: getting, cartridge <laughs> is sitting right there on the counter. Well,
2: that doesn't count.
3: <laughs> I, I don't think it's getting done today either. No, it won't get done today. But yeah. I think one
2: of the best things that you can do for guests coming is just to let them know how happy you are they're coming and, to, to, and that anticipation of them coming and getting ready. That's It's just fun to know somebody's looking forward to you coming and getting their house ready for you.
1: And the great thing about having the house ready for guests is it gives you time to visit. And maybe you've got the good fortune, you can throw your guests in the car and tour them around the great state of Arizona. Last weekend, Jennifer and I were up high at the, in the Sierra Ancha Mountain Range at 7,000 feet, and I could hardly get her home. I mean, she was having me pull the truck over and stop. The whole back passenger section of the truck was filled with m- limbs of maple trees and sumac trees and... I mean, we had every color imaginable in the back of our truck that we were just picking up from the forest floor. The fall colors were absolutely, in that part of the state, in perfect, majestic presence.
2: Yeah, you don't have to go far from the desert floor to find really pretty trees right now.
1: Yeah. So it gives you an opportunity to get out. And with all the festivities and festivals we've got going on, Gives you a better opportunity to get out and appreciate those as well. If you've got a remodeling project you want to try and get done for the holidays, I can tell you, unless it's a very small project, uh, you probably waited too long. But if you have a remodeling project you want to tackle after the holidays, now's the time to reach out to your remodeling contractor of choice. Because everyone that wants the project done before thanksgiving or before christmas has signed the contract and the work is started unless it's some little project we we actually have room at rosie remodeling to handle a couple small projects not before thanksgiving but before christmas if you've got something you want done but we're already meeting with people now who want to start the remodeling project in january Or February or March. Don't wait too long. Don't let the holiday busyness interfere with your plans for home improvement in the new year. We're going to be back right here at Rose Young House right after this. Don't get your windows replaced until you get an education and a quote from the experts at Pella Windows. So we've got Adam Homer in your fiberglass product. In my opinion, it's the right window for Arizona.
0: Explain that a little bit. Pella's got a patented process. Uh, they pull trude fiberglass through this die. Uh, it's a matted material. So unlike a like the back of a shower enclosure, you know how it's random strands and yes, those yes. all pokey. Right, and, right. That's not what our windows look like. Uh, it looks like almost like a window screen mesh when it comes through and, and ready to uh, to put into the frame. And once it's all heat sealed and and made rigid it goes through a powder coating process so you can get a really nice looking window that's very strong
1: very durable what matters is how you treat your doors and windows they are the weakest link take the time to think through the right door and window tell us two locations in
0: scottsdale and tucson find them at rosie under certified partners okay Every time you bring up turducken, I think of this one place in Louisiana, it's called the A-Bears. They make turducken mm, mouthwater. Pringles potato chips, you familiar with them? Yes. This year, they've introduced what they call the turducken experience. These, I'm not making this up. It's turducken flavored potato chips. They're designed to stack one chip on top of the other to give you that turducken experience. Uh-huh. Good luck finding them because they're sold out. Last I checked. But if anybody's listening and happens to go to the store to find the Pringles turduck, and chips, let us know.
3: All right. Now, if you're trying to find a bears in Louisiana, it's you, you just look for Herbert. It's pronounced Herbert, A-Beard, right? It, Good but point. It's spelled just like Herbert. It's pronounced a little different in that region of the yeah. country. <laughs> if you'd like to join the conversation, one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you. Text questions 411-923 and email at info at rosieonthehouse.com. And that does remind me we have our Suns tickets. What am I? Uh, let's see a trivia question from our newsletter that goes out on Thursday. What was the most points the Phoenix Suns have ever scored in a single game? Text that to four one one nine two three, and we'll pick a random right winner at the end of this programming segment and send you to see the Suns as they host the Atlanta Hawks on November fourteenth. John, welcome to the program.
4: Howdy, Romy. Uh, I've got foundation problems, and I've had Bob Brown come out here and look at it, and he suggested I got to put some gutters up. And what I'm looking at, I've got to run drainage lines, probably uh, two of them at about 100 foot and one at about 30 foot. Now, I've been kind of reading up on drainage lines, but they're not from around this area. Should I use a 3-inch or a 4-inch?
1: Um, what kind of slope are you going to be able to put on the drain pipe?
4: Uh, well, the way I read it, it's supposed to be a quarter per foot. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I, I don't think I'll have that much problem getting uh,
1: you won't have that much problem getting that much slope in a 100 foot run
4: well that's another thing i i don't know if a quarter inch is kind of extreme isn't it i mean would you think or well the reason we
1: like to see a quarter inch is should some small debris leaf debris limb debris get into the drain pipe the quarter inch with some water flow is enough to move that little bit of debris down the line if we get much flatter than that john you ought to put a manual flushing system where you can actually stick a hose and power wash the line out once in a while
4: but the quarter inch okay it it, is is that like if i put in a catch basin
1: well a catch basin or you just on the down spout uh simply put a y there that you can stuff a hose down and turn on full blast and blow the drain pipe out every once in a while
4: okay all right and also another question uh i've been kind of researching on corrugated or or pvc
1: um if if where you can take the water to is good and absorbent or it has an opportunity to run off i would do it in abc in In a a solid pipe and get it as far away from the house as you can now if where you're taking it has its limitations then a corrugated or perforated pipe would allow you to lose a little bit all along the way but boy I wouldn't start that any closer to the house than 10 or 15 feet get everything at least that far away before we start allowing it to percolate back in the ground.
4: Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to use a perforated. I was going to use a solid corrugated or PVC and I'm going to run it all the way out to where the sidewalk is. Is is there going to be a problem with the city with that? (laughs)
1: Yeah, that was my next question. Uh, You're not allowed to take water from your lot and dump it onto the city right of way or sidewalk. Uh, Wow. Um, Move it away from the house, uh, depending. I mean, I could get your address off air, and I could do a Google Earth search on it and just kind of take a look at it from the air. But it is, is—it well, is a, generally speaking, it's a code violation for the water that falls out of the sky to leave your property lines.
4: Wow. Well, uh, well, I mean, they're telling me at least 20 foot away from the house.
1: That's great. I love
4: it. Yeah, but I mean, 20 <laughs> foot is, is is almost, you know, uh, to your almost right there at the sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> so, And and then at that uh, point,
1: you know, you've got uh, uh, some leech pits that could be excavated to help with all but the biggest of rains. In the biggest of rains, they would overflow and the surface water would end up on the street. But you'd be in a much better, more protected position with the city doing that than just leaving an open drain pipe two feet away from the end of the sidewalk. They'll get you for that one. I appreciate it, John. And you had
3: asked originally what size, three or four inch. I would have a hard time believing you would run into a situation where you would need to go above three inch. But calculate your roof size. I mean, how much water in our hardest monsoon that it's falling an inch an hour is going to end up in that drain. So that's that's going to be your answers, calculating the, the water volume. How big of a roof is this coming off of? That'll tell us how much water we can expect to be funneling off. Gobble,
0: gobble, turkey wobble. You're going to want to be wobbling right now. Get your wobble ready. Put, put your foot, put your foot, put your, put your foot out.
1: And you flap those wings. Holidays! Free. And you shake that thing.
3: Rosie had mentioned in the break, he's like, man, I'm hungry. I'm ready for lunch. I'm I don't know hungry. if it's... Talking about all this turducken and all the, all and the food.
1: <laughs> Somebody sent me a video of an 80-pound turkey on a table, and just as they were getting ready to carve it, it was a child in a costume that ran across the table and jumped on the grandmother at <laughs> the table. It was the funniest video <laughs> I've ever seen. It was absolutely hilarious.
3: Well, you'll have to share that one. That Golly. sounds pretty good. <clears throat> all this talk about food, and I'm, we're being distracted. Uh, you can join the conversation. It's an open home hour, one That's one rosie for you. But I might have been bruising some headlines. Just, uh, we've got LSU number one taking on Bama number two. Did you see the president's going to attend? Yes. I've never seen a president attend a football game that I could ever remember. But you know the first thing that came to mind? Uh-oh. He's only gonna get to experience half the game. Tell me one culinary delight in Alabama. <laughs> now, name off Louisiana: étouffée, macchu, macchu, jambalaya, yeah. turduckins, red beans and rice. Yeah, you're—he's you're getting half the experience. You're gonna go to the big game and. You're going to go eat what in Alabama?
0: Might be a good thing because Air Force One couldn't get off the ground after eating that much.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. We're talking about preparing your home for the holidays. And one of the things I want you all to be aware of, we're talking about you know what we at Rosie Remodeling do or don't have time for. And I would tell you, I know many remodelers right now are booked out through January and February. I know some that are booked out to next summer. Okay? So, if you've got a project you want to sneak in before the holidays, I would just like to be your little Jiminy Cricket conscience on your shoulder. Ask the contractor a couple questions. Are you properly licensed? Is a permit required? Who's going to pull the permit? And Romy... I'm going to go out on a limb here and I'm going to take a shot at somebody. Okay. And I don't use the bully pulpit very darn often. And I'm going to have eight voicemails in my phone mailbox when I walk in next week. But, folks, I hate to tell you this. If you live in Tempe, you need to add a month to your project. There is no city in Arizona that I know of that it's harder to pull a building permit for a remodeling job than the town of Tempe when we get a call to do work in Tempe everybody in my office rolls their eyes oh no add a month to the job we won't be able to start this for six or eight weeks you go to Peoria of,
3: used to have that reputation are they you go to
1: Phoenix well, we're not doing much on the West Side. You go to Phoenix, virtually anything you want to do other than structural second story, massive engineering projects. You can sit down with someone at the counter and probably pull a permit in a couple of hours right there talking them through the project. We do a lot of permits in Paradise Valley. We do a lot of permits in the City of Scottsdale. And you can you mom in Scottsdale They've got it where you can get a lot of the permits just over the internet. It's awesome. But, baby, if you live in Tempe, add a month. If you're going to abide by the rules, add a
3: month. Which is aggravating as it is. I can't wait to see my voicemail box. Are we working on Monday? It's always worth it to follow the rules when it comes to a resale situation. Yeah, man. But those are good
1: questions to ask of your contractor. Are you properly licensed? Have you done a project like this before? And if, you're, and if they are properly licensed and they are going to pull a permit, uh, ask them to prove to you uh, if it's a job you want done by Christmas. Um, give me the name of four clients you've done this size job for and completed it in five weeks or less. Cause you don't want to be anticipating its completion by Christmas, and then find out the drywaller is working till nine or ten o'clock at night, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, the day after Christmas, trying to get the house ready for paint for you to maybe enjoy it if you're lucky for New Year's. So ask those kinds of questions. We I've talked recently about this kitchen remodel we signed it Rosie remodeling it was very important to the client that we're done by thanksgiving day for miss terry and miss terry doesn't know this but this week in our office our cabinet company uh, which we love and are almost exclusively using them called us and said we're going to be a day late putting the cabinets on the freight. I said, well, that won't work. (laughs) We told you when we placed this order, we're time critical. And they said, well, we won't make San Antonio the first stop. We'll make Phoenix the first stop and we'll get you back that day. And that's what you can do when you've got strong relationships with your suppliers. So we're gonna finish Miss Terry's job on time. We'll have our maid cleanup crew there the day before Thanksgiving. Now, it's all going to work perfectly interviewing for the job. Have you ever done a job this size in this amount of time?
3: So, your cabinet maker, a great cabinet maker, Wellborn, is yes. in Alabama. Did they just close all week tailgating for the game? No, they is didn't. That, is that they what it is? Back up was to thinking. delivery? <laughs> no, no. Closed for it, football.
1: It wasn't a football <laughs> delay. But we are, we are, we are. Uh, a distributor of a line of cabinets from Wellborn. The Wellborn family owns the forest. They grow their own trees.
3: It's wow, an incredible story. The
1: the lumberjacks that cut the trees down work for the cabinet company. The trucks that haul the trees from the forest to their manufacturing plant work for. So they have absolute complete control of everything. They, they do their own hardware. They do everything, and I can order the cabinets, and in 21 days. They're delivered to the job. And in this particular instance, it was going to be 22. And it's, a, it's the first time they've ever missed a delivery day. And then they made good on it for us. So I've, I owe them a big thank you for that. And they're not Alabama fans. They're all Auburn fans.
3: <laughs> but you can't tell me it's not a big week <laughs> I, in Alabama. I, th- <laughs> I thought they were
1: penalizing us for the LSU win, but that wasn't it either.
3: Uh, oh, maybe that but, was it because yeah. we beat Auburn already. So
1: if if you've got these holiday <laughs> projects coming up, you know, Uh, Jennifer mentioned squeaky fans. You know, a door that hasn't been used in a long time may need a little extra oil. And I would tell you not to open the door and spray WD-40 all over the hinge. Don't do that. Like I did. (laughs) Close the door and remove the hinge pin and simply wipe a little grease, a little oil, a little lubricant on the pin itself and reset it if you're spraying wd-40 you're getting it on the on the door you're getting it on the casing chances are you're over applying it could be dripping down onto your floor covering because it it's going to follow the flow of gravity don't put so much that it's actually dripping those pins just need the least amount of good lubricant and the 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 door is going to be silent so remove the pin with the door closed rub a little oil on it you could even take a towel after that and wipe the excess off and reinsert the pin and that's going to make that door that's only been used three or four times in the last year that has started to squeak be perfectly quiet now that the guests are coming and they'll be in and out of the door multiple times so that's one more little application. It's a great time to go through. I said white glove the guest room. I would say white glove the guest bathroom and white glove the kitchen. When's the last time you really took the elbow grease and cleaned that
3: oven? And unless your relative or whoever's coming over is just, you know, a, a pig pen. Uh, isn't that his name from Charlie Brown? Pig pen that always took a shower. Yes. Unless they're pig pen. If the home and living space is clean when they get there. They're likely to be cleaner in that living space. Than, just just than like su- just
1: like subcontractors on a remodel. Right. <laughs> if, if, if one sub leaves the job dirty, the next sub is going to leave it even dirtier. So it's exactly the same principle. The expectation is set. This is how clean we keep the job. This is how clean we keep the house. Uh, we expect you to carry our conviction forward. Exactly right.
2: (laughs) And one of the things
1: that a lot of people in the desert, you know, we could have some cold weather setting in here. Uh, Make sure you've done the diligence on making sure your heating system is in good order. If that's a gas system, the first time that gas system comes on, it's going to have dust on the burners. And it's going to smell a little bit like a fire inside your house a dusty burnt smell well maybe you should burn that off you know before the guests get there so that it doesn't raise any alarm or make people uncomfortable if you haven't had the heat pump checked in the year have it checked. get if you haven't replaced the filter system in the last 60 to 90 days get a fresh filter put in Uh, do all of those kinds of things to enhance the visitor's experience, because they're going to come back. I mean, when they experience a November or December in the state of Arizona, it isn't going to be the last time you see them. I can promise you that. You know, some of, some of the other questions you ought to ask contractors. Uh, you know, make sure a lot of guys have their insurance and their licensing and their bonding all renewing at the first of the year and if you're signing contracts with a contractor now you want to make sure their insurance certificates are the expiration dates are someday past the completion of the project so if you're signing we're signing a pretty significant remodeling project the family opted to move out for the holidays and it's a project that's going to take two or three months for us to complete they won't be moving back in 'll probably beginning of March. And both the husband and the wife are attorneys. And they were sharp enough to say, we'd like to verify your bond and your license and your insurance policies are active through the middle of next summer. I thought, you know, most people don't ask that question. It's, a, it's an answer we usually offer. And I was so impressed with a young couple I met two weeks ago I asked them how they knew about us, and they said, well, our neighbor referred us. Uh, you did a project at their house. I said, well, do you spend time on the internet looking at referrals and reviews? He says, no, I don't believe a one of them. No. And this was a millennial. <laughs> and I said, God bless you, man. Those are the most skewed, paid for, fabricated, false reviews on the planet, is what you can find in those reviews. I shook his hand, and I said, you are the future of Arizona homeownership, for sure. Yeah, baby. The Star-Spangled Banner
2: (laughs) and the LSU Fight Song. (laughs)
1: Both bring me to tears every time I hear it. Oh man. Big day. Big day, big day. All comes down to one game, the whole season. (laughs) Gonna be a couple good games on today, but we'll only be watching the one. Romy, you had a text there about somebody had a question about caulk.
3: Well, they think their shower, Uh, they sent a picture to info at com. I love the dimension that emailing pictures has given the show. And they said uh, the marble shower is pulling away from the wall. And I don't know that it's it's necessarily that or if it's not just that... um, caulk is cracking off of the drywall. When we match two materials together, you want a very, very thin line of caulking. If you see a big caulk joint, they're trying to hide the fact they couldn't <laughs> get those materials to match and, and butt up together. <clears throat> the thinner the bead, the the better the craftsman that was there doing the work. And this just looks like a large clump of <laughs> of caulking was put there. <clears throat> and there's a it's possible that the exhaust fan, that should be running while you're taking a shower to exhaust the uh, the humidity. moisture yep. and the steam from the shower. Instead of condensing on the walls, it exhausts it out. And my guess is you know, it's probably not running at that time. And the moisture on the wall has just, you know, breaking, loosened up that connection between... The bead of caulking in the drywall. I, I would it would be hard to believe that a marble shower is falling off the wall.
1: Not impossible, but not the not my first suspicion. That's for sure. But that's one of the great things about sending us pictures, is we can send you to our website rosyonthehouse.com, and we've got a video library there. And one of the videos is how to seal cracks and gaps around your home. And it's our, our uh, Hollywood celebrity, Bruce Stumbo, uh, on camera, showing you the proper way to caulk a crack. Uh, go to the website, rosieonthehouse.com, right there on the homepage. You'll see a library of videos there, uh, the CAP helicopter tour, how to seal cracks and gaps around your home, maintaining and servicing your AC system, Fixing the interior door that won't stay open or closed. I think we're approaching like 100,000 views on that one. That's hilarious.
3: I think it's over. Is it really? (laughs) I think so. I think you broke 100,000 views on how to fix that door that won't stay closed. Yeah.
1: So take a look at our website, rosieonthehouse.com. We've built it to serve as a platform like an encyclopedia for you, the Arizona homeowner. For every question we've ever been asked on air doing this show for 30 years, we've posted the answers there. So it really is, regardless what you're looking for, there can't be a question you have that we haven't already been asked. The answer can be found right there. When we're not live on air, we'd love to visit with you live on air. But the rest of the week, you can find us at rosieonthehouse.com. Which also happens to be the home for the number one contractor referral network in the entire state. It beats all the national referral networks and it beats every local na- network. We're statewide, but we're, neighbor- we're statewide strong, but we're neighborhood focused. So don't do a thing at your house until you start by going to rosieonthehouse.com, whether you're trying to tackle it for yourself or you need a service provider. And if you type in your zip code and what it is you'd like done, and we don't have someone in your community, just ring our office during the week, and we'll do what we can to screen and find someone for you. But our network is growing. It's getting stronger and bigger every week. We're getting more requests from contractors. I mean, our waiting list is a mile long, but it takes more it takes more than a license and a business card to make it to our referral network. So we only take the best of the best. If that's who you want working at your home, find them at rosieonthehouse.com. And if you work in the trades and you want to improve your work environment, If you're an electrician, or a roofer, or a drywaller, whatever you are,
3: and you want to work for the best of the best, find them. Rosieonthehouse.com. Just click on the Certified Partner Network and scroll through there. Find a trade of interest, and there virtually isn't anyone that's not, uh, you know, they they may not all be hiring right now, but they're all interviewing for good people. Everyone's always looking for good people, and they can... uh, you can definitely get a good career start there and just a reminder as we wrap up off from our last hour if you're interested in a home energy audit uh, you can schedule one with green id it's a 99 dollars energy audit and they're going to leave a 50 visa gift card if you schedule today so it's a really a, a 49 dollars energy audit 602 962 1650 we'll be back next Saturday as we go as we do every Saturday for 31 years Rosieonthehouse.com on the during the week if you have a question on your home castle or cabin